It's not a podcast. It's a Gar cast. And, and this, this is, is the, the world, world according, according to Gar. Gar. Welcome to the world, according to Gar. You are listening to GarCast, episode number 188. I am Gar, and with me as always is the Garfather. What's up? How are you, my friend? Great. Welcome to the uh, GarCast, and it's nice to see you. you, talk to you again. Yes, as always. As always. Not as often. And um, Crest, I think we reversed the curse by posting your green picture last week. You are not green today. Get out of here. No, all good. You probably had a driver update of some sort, and we are rolling, baby. Yes. All I have to do is become the cover art. That's great. <laughs> I wonder what happens if I make Den Bob the cover art. Well, guess I what? He's with us again this week. Special guest, Den Bob. Thanks for the invitation, fellas. I appreciate being invited back all the time. I love I love, Wonderful. I love, Wonderful to be here. I love work, Den Bob intro. I just realized your office is yellow, too. Maybe not yellow. I think it's probably that Navajo white or antique white. It's in the yellow family. You know, those Navajos, they say they came across that land bridge, you know, so they're really Chinamen, so they're kind of yellowish. That's a great point. I wonder if they're going to have to change all paint colors referring to uh, American Indian names. Is that a big thing, like with flooring, too? I don't know. Maybe. I'm thinking it could be. Like, are are they use Indian names? Interesting. Hmm. Like, high schools can't have the team names anymore. Yeah, if we want to go real Indians, though, we could go with, like, Punjabi White. They don't mind. They're okay. They don't mind. Tell me when you, were watching, when you were watching the Chiefs this weekend and they started to do, you know, at the beginning of the game, chop and the yeah. chant. I mean, doesn't that just warm your heart? Apparently, that's okay. Like, I, I, I love it. I'm not against it, but, like, that's okay. I, I don't think it's okay. I think they're just kind of skating on thin ice. I, I think that time is limited. Yeah, the Braves do it too, and Florida State. Wait, yes. Gar, you don't think it's okay because you're offended, or you don't think it's okay because you think other people will be offended? I don't. I think it's great. You think it's great? Yeah, yeah, I love it. Were, you thought it was on the line. Not, well, I, I know it's on the line of the PC world. They, you know, they're yeah. taking the Indians are gone, the Redskins are gone, <laughs> St. John's yeah. Redmen are gone. It's it's on its way out. No, no, there's a lot of criticism, which, by the way, I fell under some criticism uh, last week, oh, after the last episode. Uh, my oldest son, Andrew, not a regular listener, listened they to haven't it. haven't had a lot of Andrew interaction with the GarCast. This you know what's exciting. funny? He sent, I saw an email from him. I didn't read it. Uh, we have an email from Andrew? Yes. Well, let's let Bosco tell us what he was going to tell us first. Oh, I'm going to tell you what, yeah, sure. <laughs> well, the He's pressure is on. He's turning all sorts of Navajo red. Look at him. Let's see if you lie. <laughs> So, Andrew, uh, you know, so I want to start with a disclaimer. I said that I would do this from now on. I never intend on offending anybody. His comment was in regards to my description of the train interaction with the variety of Asian cultures in the four-seater. 
he said that I am not. No, he didn't quite call me a moron. So he, he was a little bit more tactful than that. He didn't ask if I was trying to be a moron. He, he knows my triggers well enough. And he treaded lightly, and he did say that it's that that I am not allowed to refer to Asians and the shape of their eyes, and that it sounded racist. So I, I'm going to put a shout out there and say I had no intention of being racist um, against Asians. He came right out and said racist, huh? This is you know, just a disclaimer for the Asian peoples. He he may not want to listen to some of the really old episodes that we had. Now, does that include Indians? I, I I never intended on being racist against American or Indian Indians. Well, they're both Asian, I think. So, in origin. Sort well, of. if you go to Pangea, yeah, they all, you know. Well, I mean, you ever see like a Mexican and you're not sure? Is that, you know, is he Filipino? What is he? I, you know, it's confusing I can tell all there. the time. I can tell all the time. I know exactly. What's the secret? I mean, you just got to know. There's different features that are related to uh, the Such as? Size of the face, shape of the face, shape of the eyes, color of the okay. skin. We're back to the eyes again. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm not racist. I love them all. I enjoy uh, each of them and their characteristics. But I do physically look different, and that is the uh, you know where they're from. Okay, I find Mexicans and Filipinos kind of confusing a little bit because of that Spanish influence in both cultures. Yep. Yeah, I can see that. You know, yeah. and so the, no, you have to the, be an expert. The Aztecs and the Mayans and all those characters down there were, you know, they, they came from Asia originally. And then, uh, obviously, the Philippines, Asian peoples, natives, and then the Spanish, you know, conquering the world, bringing Catholicism around, infused themselves into both cultures. And you get something now that looks somewhat similar, but are so far apart geographically. Well, if you have any questions and you would like to identify somebody, just, uh, you know, send me a screenshot. I'll, I'll let you know what they are. <laughs> Maybe you could start an app for that. <laughs> Actually, you could take a picture with the app, right? Scan. Yeah. And it'll come and it up goes with right the to your phone, and then you respond back with what that person is, ethnicity. <laughs> what could we call it? So. Let's, I'm going to open that up to our listeners. Let's play. Dare I say, I used to love question of the week. Um, let's play name Den Bob's facial culture recognition, or I don't know what, recognition app. Come up with a good acronym. Come up with something. Get your creative juices flowing. But please, don't make it offensive. Yeah, definitely. No, because we don't want to offend anybody. Oh, man. Is your son, is he good at that kind of stuff? Could he help develop this app? He can yeah, make no. it very PC, perhaps. No, he's, he, he can raise the money for somebody who wants to develop the app. Oh, you, oh, you want to do like a, oh, I'm going to get investors in this. Yeah, that's what he could do, but the that would be okay. the extent. Can, can you tell their ethnicity from like a, when well, you listen to a song, can you tell that they're Asian or because it's very interesting. I find a lot of English folks sound American to me when they sing. Um, but it just I think they all sing in maybe the same tone. I mean, can you tell when you hear a song? Can no. you be like that guy's Asian? No I doubt. Can, I, I can. Well, I mean, but I can't identify the specific from the sound. Now I can I can identify locations within this country from an accent. I can tell from their south, southwest, northwest, northeast. Not from, not from singing. Not not from singing. What was that? Was no. it the Gingham song or what was that? Remember that song? What did you say? Wasn't it Gingham or something like that? I don't remember. The guy that did the dance. Yeah. 
Oh, what the hell are you he, two talking about? He sounded very. Oh, I did the dance. Yeah. I don't right. remember the song, and it will not be the closing song because I hate that song. Um, okay, but he he sounded Asian when he sang that. Yes, absolutely. What does an Asian sound that. like? Well, it's basically Chinese language. <laughs> like you know, when you go to a Chinese restaurant and they call back to the cook, and they they shout instructions, that in a song. What do you think about these Chinese places that also serve sushi? Like the fusion. You think there's actually, like, how do you feel about that? I think Would they you... got to pick one and be good at it. Yeah, I agree. I, it's, it's something about that bothers me. Because it's not the same. It's very yeah, different. No. They're just trying, they're they're just trying, trying to make a past... bus go, right? That's a business move. Like, I get it. They're trying to capitalize on America's stupidity where we think all Asians are the same. Right. Listen, if I'm going to go to fusion, I might as well just buy sushi from Stop and Shop. I mean, I went to right. China, and I will tell you, Chinese food that we eat here, called Chinese food, is not the food they serve there. Oh, well, it's just food there. No, no, it's <laughs> it's not. You, you can't go there and when get you go, general. When you you go can't to a Chinese restaurant in China. Second question of the day. <laughs> you, you can't go. You can't go get General Tao in China or garlic no, chicken. No, no, no. Well, that's like American pizza it was invented here. You know, yeah. French fry. Come on. Do you guys like? Yeah, sushi? yeah, I do. Do you know how to eat the sushi? What do you probably, mean? I probably do it wrong. I mean, you know how to do, uh, what was it that you taught us already? This this school you went to that you learned all this crap. Finishing school. Though, I actually learned this from, from watching Billions, the Showtime, uh, yep. okay, the Showtime tell us. series. Because I know I eat it wrong. I have definitely. no idea you're how to eat it. Supposed to, you're not supposed to jam the ginger inside of the sushi roll and eat the ginger with the piece. The ginger is designed to cleanse the palate as you switch between different sushi flavors. Hmm. It's a palate cleansing tool. I'm not big on the ginger anyway. I usually don't touch that part of the sushi. I eat the ginger and I like it, but I didn't know what it was for. I don't jam it in the roll, but I basically uh, take a piece of it and just lay it over the top and throw it in my mouth. Right. Not allowed. Wrong. Got it. No, and that's good to know because I get usually two rolls. And you, and you so, also, I'll, pl- you, you, I'll cleanse. You, you take the hot mustard and you mix it in the soy sauce. You mix the wasabi. The wasabi, yeah. The wasabi, yeah. Yeah, of course. No, that's the first move. You drop it in the soy sauce. You mix it up. It is that's the really only thing good. I use chopsticks for because I don't know how to use chopsticks. I take one of them and I use it as a stirrer to whip the uh, the wasabi yeah. into the soy. Yeah. And then I just use my hands. You do. Right. You eat with your hands. Yeah, sushi, sushi, you throw it right in the, uh-huh. yeah, grab it. I'm a, I'm a chopstick, remember, chopstick guy here. Do you remember here. the Sopranos episode where Tony and his wife went to the sushi restaurant and they were just eating it like it was uh, popcorn? I don't remember it that. It was fantastic. Why don't I remember that? <clears throat> it I, sounds it fantastic. Struck a with me. It struck a chord now, it was just, yeah. The three of us go to sushi for lunch today. Wouldn't it be nice? And, um, all right, Gar, what are you going to order? Uh, I mean, I, I, any, I mean, I you like gotta to order see, right now. The waiter is here. The Chinaman is staring at you. With a lot a mask of times, on, these places do, do some. Only, we're gonna pass it right back. A lot of right. times, these places do like pretty cool little spins on it, right? So I probably look for one of their specials. Um, right. That's a that's a proper that's a good answer. You're gonna you're you're a guy that will dabble. You're a little adventurous. And I'd probably okay. like a you know a salmon or a tuna, something like that. Salmon or tuna-based roll? Probably. Yeah. 
Probably would be a nice start. And if I saw something that looked attractive or different, you know, maybe there's a crab that looks pretty cool. I mean, I typically don't eat cooked, but there was a crab that was there and it looked good or a nice mix or something in there special. I'm in. Special guy. Bosco? Spicy tuna. Typically, I'll also maybe do their combo package. What about you? So I have to make less decisions, but you know. Are you a, uh, like a roll guy or sashimi guy? I like them both. That's why you go combo. I don't like okay. the side. Yeah, you get like a little platter situation. Yep. My go-to, I do the lunch special here down, down the block in Shintaro. It's actually a pretty good deal. If you order before 3 o'clock, it's like half off. Um, you get a two-roll. I do a spicy tuna, and, I do a tu- and then I do a tuna and avocado roll. Um, and it comes with uh, the soup and a salad, all for like $12. Oh, yeah, the combo's Combo lunch, yeah. right. lunch, yeah. lunch special, money. The Chinese combo lunch is a fantastic. We used to I'll get it like, at that I'll stage, get it like right? and have that like for a mid, like for like early dinner. Yeah. So we're not going for sushi, but we are going to be going out on Friday night. There is sushi there, by the way. Yes, there is. It says but it on the thing. Order. I think they're just going to walk by and we're going to take yeah. it off the trip. Uh, and I'm going to eat it with my hands. That's going to be fantastic. <laughs> No chopsticks for either one of you? I don't know. No. Really? No, not a cocktail. Not at a cocktail hour. You got the toothpick, and then you got to find a place to put it. But do you know how to operate chopsticks, Bosco? I'm okay. I'm okay. I, I, I learned in China. Soup. There's a lot of places I, I, I went to, with them. and I had no choice but to use a chopstick. So you kind of you wanted to eat and learn how to do it. Those guys were do so they good. They, they, they could eat soup with that stuff. I, it's amazing. Do they have forks? Um, it depended on the restaurant. You you could ask for them. They didn't always have them. Um, yeah, if you went to an American restaurant, they usually had forks. You know, or a so hotel. they go out for American. They go out for American food, not Chinese food. Correct. Yeah, they and they didn't call it American. They called it Western food. Western food. Mm. I would expect like boots and a hat. Well, they, they think in you know the West because I think Europe is very similar foods to us, right? Smaller portions. That's why they're not big fat slobs like Americans. <laughs> Actually, there was a study in the Post that they pre- presented well, showing was this, the, in the, was this in the science section of the Post? I don't remember, but it was the fattest countries in the world. And I know USA was not one of them. Really? I was surprised. Yeah. How's that possible? No idea. I don't We're think they're fatty. I think they're people of size. We don't want to offend. Right. <laughs> He's so worried about his son yelling at him again. Now, did you ever get thrown off by a super fat person? Oh, I just went green for a second. That was oh, weird. Flick. It was a yeah. um, It's like Stranger Things. What about when a super fat person, let's say a white fat person, is so fat that their eyes get squinty? Does that throw you off? <laughs> Not at all. But I did have a recent interaction with a person of size this morning. Oh, do tell. So let's just start with the commute in the morning. Not a fat guy. A humongous guy sat next to me. He had no business. So I know you're saying, well, he was probably normal size, but you're so little. He felt no. When he stood up. Very good. Very good. He had to crouch. He crouched. So that means he was over six feet, eight inches He was a, a big, tall, fat guy. He was tall and big. He wasn't really fat. But he clearly went over the line between the two seats. And I was afraid to say anything. I couldn't say anything because there were no other seats. And he would have crushed me. I swear to God, he looked like if you painted him blue, he could have been in the movie Avatar. That's it. That's how big. But what I did do 
was I wedged myself in, I wedged myself against the wall, and I passive aggressively jabbed my elbow into his side for the entire ride. I didn't give one inch. I didn't move into the wall. He was going to go over. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you maintained like purposeful physical contact with a man for like an hour. It was, it was elbow to side. Yeah, yeah. Good kind contact. Kind of gay. Like a, it was kind like a Greco wrestling match. A Greco yeah, which is also kind of gay, as Gar would say. <laughs> He's probably so used to this being a large man, and and yeah, having no, to deal with twerps like you. He's completely comfortable. And like, what if he's, he's got a whole fetish? Took more space. <laughs> what if his whole thing is he gets people like you to rub him? You think that off? Uh, yeah. What if you did? Does that mean you're gay? I don't. Well, it means I'm attractive <laughs> to the gays, but it doesn't mean that I am gay. I did not get up. Oh. So then, so getting back to Fatty, so I'm yeah. walking through the train station, and the way I walk out, I kind of end up through New Jersey Transit because of time, the exit. It's a little cleaner. And and it's exiting on the Chelsea, the Chelsea side of the I'm world. Walking through, I'm walking through, and all of a sudden, there's an uprising of all the homes. Whoa! No, I'm thinking with their torches and spears. Come on, no, please. No, they were being entertained. They were being entertained. So I looked at the commotion, and a fatty, a person of size, completely went head over heels and was rolling around on the terrazzo floor. Like, things went everywhere. So... Then Bob goes to help to see what the situation is. Was it a homeless person that fell? No, squinty-eyed oh. fat person. Okay, we got to be. Let's be clear for our listeners here. I was trying trying to follow along here. She was wearing a backpack, and I think that she was she was extremely overweight. She was wearing baggy clothes, but they looked like tight, like like ten pounds of sugar in a five-pound bag, and it was probably, baggy. She's clothes. probably consumed way too much sugar in her life. Well, she, you know what? I, I, I actually felt bad. I think. So did you administer time, CPR? Like, what happened here? I didn't. She did not need CPR, but, you know, to lift somebody like that, she couldn't get up. She you was, picked her I, up? I, I co- coordinated an effort with several <laughs> people. When you pick up somebody like that, first off, it's too heavy for one person. You're also liable. You know, you don't injure her. When, when you pull on the hands, she has no strength to lift herself up. So she just, like, slides across the floor. So what you need to do is you need to step on the feet. And this is good in case you're ever in an elderly person. Step on the feet. So what you need to do is you need to step on their feet with your feet to stop them from sliding across the floor. And then you have one person in the middle holding two people, two hands. That was my job. And then I got two other people to add strength because I'm so little and weak and there's no way I can lift this. You stood on a stranger's feet and held her hands? I did. I did. Five minutes after you finished rubbing a guy's midsection with your elbow to his enjoyment? <laughs> it was you a jab. Morning. I, I wouldn't call it a rub. I'd call it a jab. You should go, you should go take a shower. <laughs> you really need a shower in that building. And then the so, three of us, the three of us hoisted her up in the air. And then I felt very guilty. She was very apologetic. I said, no problem. And then I went on my merry way. While you were doing this, what was going on with the homeless uprising? Were they cheering they, you on? Like it was entertainment. They, it was entertainment. They didn't go to help. You'd think if they helped, they'd, they'd get a little something, something. But no. This, and it was like five. It was like a, a, a congregation of the homeless. They were having a meeting. Six or seven, seven o'clock in the morning meeting, like, you know, where are you going to panhandle? And then, and then the homeless, you know, I, I gotta applaud their effort. There was this woman I saw her a block away. She held her arm out 
dressed like this, like up in the air for the entire two minutes that I was walking down the block and passing her. Moses didn't have to hold his arms up that high to part the water as she did. It was amazing, amazing dedication to the panhandle. Yeah, job as a crossing guard. <laughs> right? Are you, yeah. are you looking out a window at somebody? Like, what are you watching? My emails. Oh, okay. I got, I got somebody sneaking up on you. I'm gonna no, email that, you. Would come, that would come that way. I'm going to so keep emailing. If you see me looking that way, that means I'm getting attacked. <laughs> so, go anything exciting like that happening in um, your house? Less activity there. So quiet well, here right now. Well, before so we quiet. even move on, before we move on, I think I already did. You know, you, you know the experience that I have with Fatty. I, you know, I, I'm clearly able to work with them. You know, yes. for those of you who know my background. Oh, oh got it. <laughs> Sorry, I I, I kind of stopped slipping Colleen jokes in there. Maybe I should, because <laughs> that Please. was a, that would have been an appropriate place. You're getting another like, oh, email. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know Colleen was working in the city now. Why don't you guys take the same train? Um. Anyway, <laughs> here comes another Ooh. scolding from your son. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm throwing off because the kids listen. So yeah, Gar. Um. No homeless uprisings on your block today or anything. You're so quiet. The basement's clean. It's very nice. Yeah. How's that? The neighbor with the drug addict brother-in-law or whatever. Did he oh show my up god, again? dude, horrible! So, I, did, I, did I mention that the the husband had the brain tumor? Yeah, he passed away. No, we never we never circled back on that. Give us an update. No, he What's passed away. Passed away last oh, week on Monday. I uh, went to. Oh, it's almost like I had a premonition. I, I why did I ask about that? Yeah, that was we weird. went to the wake on sat or the yeah the wake on Saturday that just passed. Horrible, horrible. Felt so bad. Um. Christine and I, I think it was this past Saturday. Could have been the one before. I can't. Yeah, actually, yeah, it was when the Giants were playing, right? Makes the weeks of blurring things. Well, we went to the hockey game that night. But, um, yeah, it was really sad. I mean, his it's, you know, his kids are in uh, first year middle school. So they're like sixth grade. He has an older son who who lives in Queens and he's in his 20s. So this was his second marriage. Just felt so bad. And the kid, he's just distraught, so upset, really rough. We saw the brother there, um, the drug addict brother. Christine's like, he's just so gross. She's like, look at him. He's disgusting. I'm like, what kind of shit show are we going to be dealing with next door now? Yeah. She, he'll yeah, be back, I'm sure. And who knows what's going to happen over there. How long? What's the your your morning period? Like, how long are you going to send them thoughts? Oh, that was it. That's, That's it. it. Time to move on. No? Okay. Thoughts are done. Thoughts Redirect done. your thoughts to a better cause. My my thoughts are with the family. You know, I feel bad. And whatever they need, I'm, I'm here for them. Oh, okay. Very good. Do they know you're available at all times? I do. I really? Well, they do. Okay. They do. Yeah, of course. Okay. How's the bench? Bench is looking great. We uh, framed it out. We've put um, a backing and a, a bottom on it so far with the uh, plywood. I brought it home to sand. My uncle's in Yellowstone right now. So okay. I will... I will be sanding the inside of it while he's away so that we can get that thing prepared uh, while it's fully open. And then when he comes back, we'll, we'll start putting the rest of the pieces together and we're on our way. See a picture of this. Like a carpenter. It's yeah. really cool. Have a show. He's got so many cool tools. Yeah. yeah you, got, you should be doing like, you should get like a little YouTube channel. <laughs> Woodworking with Gar. Maybe, maybe if I can make some money off that, I should do it. Out there, you never know. That's what these people do. 
<laughs> right? Because most of the most of the shows that are out there are like professional craftsmen doing their job. You're just a regular Joe figuring it out. I'm, I think I'm just a gar. value there. Just a gar. Nope. Missed opportunity there. What did you do in Yellowstone? Snowmobiling? No. Well, you know, he he loves to take pictures. Um, he's you know. An amateur, I guess, compared to my brother. <laughs> but he's been doing it. He's been taking pictures for forever, like since we knew him. It's Did Doug one get of his the influence from him? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Doug was completely influenced oh. by him. Um, so Both he's going out. Here. He'll be doing a lot of picture taking and sightseeing and stuff like that. He was really hoping for snow out there while they were there. Um, because he wanted to get some nice snow shots and stuff, you know. Does he have a... Uh... Like an Instagram or something we can follow along on? I don't know if he really puts his pictures up there, really. I have to check. He he wild make- story. He was he was hiking in Beth Page down in you know in the Beth Page Park down by Massapequa uh, a few years ago. And he actually fell while he was taking pictures of a bird, twisted his ankle and broke it, and was like oh at the bottom of a hill and had no way of getting help. I don't think he had his phone with him or something like that. And he was kind of like trapped on Long Island in the woods for, for like a couple he hours. He was in that preserve? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Dude, I recently read an article about the dangers of bird watching. It's very dangerous. He said, he was yeah. like, I was so stupid. He's like, I was so intent on trying to get this picture of this bird. I wasn't paying attention to where I was walking. Hit a branch, twisted my ankle, whatever. He, bro- he broke his ankle. And what's he doing without a phone? Jeez. Crazy, right? How did he get out of there? Ah, uh, someone came by eventually. A good, a good bystander. Yeah, just like a a, a Bosco, a Den Bob came rolling by to the rescue. Right. Probably stood on, <laughs> went to stand on his foot, scream like a son of a bitch because he has a broken ankle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pick you up, buddy. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, I got you. I got you. Oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Oh well, man, what well. Of bird watching. So they're slipping and falling. We've crossed one off the list. Well, depending on where you are, you could get attacked by a predator, for God's sakes. You get attacked by a bird. Yeah. Bear. Bear attack. Yeah. You're so focused. What are bird attacks? I mean, Maybe. would you want to fight a bald eagle? Yeah. I think he's or in Yellowstone. Owl? There's probably a lot of different things that'll eat him. Wolves. Yep. You hear about the guy who went, uh, was on the news yesterday. He had to... He got called over to somebody's house. They had to kill a mountain lion. I think I saw something about that. Where was it? In California. Who so, the hell was it? And Where? I remember Joe Rogan always saying, they, you're not allowed to kill mountain lions in California. Well, where this guy was, you were allowed to kill it. He did it. Well, Hold on, let me see. attacking you. It's, it's California, dude. These... You can't even kill somebody if they're attacking you, probably. Yeah, We've spoken true. of these mountain lions on the Garcast before. They're, the um, mountain lion population in California is out of control because they're not allowing people to hunt them anymore. Yeah, ex-NFL player tracks and kills mountain lion, terrorizing Colorado community. Oh, it was Colorado. It killed like 16 pets. This yeah. is like a Derek, modern day 1923. Oh, he's got a great name to be a lion hunter too. Derek Wolf. So let's oh, see, former yeah. defensive Broncos defensive lineman Derek Wolf. Oh, tracked. yeah. I remember him. He was and a great football player. Two hundred pound, eight and a half foot long mountain lion that was terrorizing a Colorado community with nothing but a bow and arrow. My Whoa. God, that's awesome. That's a hero. 
I didn't really thought I this was on the TV like in the background. This is breaking news. Uh let's see. Derek Wolf. This is Derek Wolf. This yeah. is Derek Wolf. Yeah. Yep. Here's here's his quote. I got a call from a good friend of mine and he said, Hey, there's a cat up here. You wanna come help? I said, Yeah, let's go. He gets up there. First, this is the quote I heard. First thing we see, so he's with his buddy, he's got the bow and arrow, is a full grown mule deer. Now those are big ass deer. Yeah. That he had drug across the road right across the street from somebody's house. Then we followed the tracks up to his porch. It was up on this woman's porch, living underneath her porch. And when we had talked to the landowner, they said, hey, we have house cats, and the cats have been acting weird. No shit! Because <laughs> there's a big cat here now. They, he took his hunting dogs with him. He tracked it. He hiked 9,600 feet up. There's a picture. Whoa. This thing is huge. Um, I'll cut up his was in full body cramps. Oh my god! He made a good shot, an ethical shot, and harvested the cat and got him out of there. Completely legal. I took the meat and got it processed. I'm going to eat that cat. That's awesome. Yeah, Colorado's wow. kind of like in a mixed state right now, where they're kind of getting a little liberal, but still open to the hunting. I think where California's yeah, just man. gone off. You imagine? Else. That's so cool. Cool. That thing's living under your porch. Ooh. So they say, and we've talked about it on the show, that like when you're worried about a bear, the bear is going for food. It's, you know, yeah. looking for food. But the mountain lion is hunting you. Yeah. They're looking to kill the human. Yeah. Uh, this guy's a Super Bowl champion, by the way. Yes, he is. He's Super a good Bowl football player. Man. He was very good. You recognize the name? Absolutely. Yeah, I remember Dark Wolf. I had him on fantasy football teams, too. Oh, wow. Dude, the picture of this thing, he's holding it like after it's dead. Holy Jesus. Because he's a huge dude. Makes it, him look tiny. It was, what, 200 pounds, you said? Um, yeah, 200 pounds and eight and a half feet tall. Oh like, it's, he's holding it standing up. Damn. So scary crazy. with a bow and arrow because if you piss it off and you miss your shot, it's coming after you. You're not getting two shots. You're not like an elf. You can no, always had get the one dogs. shot with a bow. I'm drooling. Remember, he had the dogs with him. Yeah, I don't Smart think move. the dogs are going to help. Might distract him, though, so he can get away. Maybe. Maybe. You know, but so yeah, crazy story. Be careful, all our Colorado listeners out there. You thought Sunil lived in a dangerous neighborhood. <laughs> Why not? Oh, my God. So, let me see. I want to hit the celebrity death pool. Yeah, let's hike that up. Where are we at? How many entries we got? How much time um, we got left? I don't know the number of entries I'd have to log in, but I wanted to give everybody an update. It is due on the 1st or the 31st. The 1st is 31st. when it starts. Changing your rules. So you need to get your picks in there by then. It's 20 celebrities, uh, any age, as long as they're under 100. If you do 100 or over, right. very limited in the number of points you can get. So we did decide to add some bonus points as opposed to just the standard age minus uh, 100 minus their age. So you could pick somebody over 100 if you wanted and hope you get one of these bonus points. Interesting play. Interesting so strategy. if you did submit your list, by the way, you can still go back and, and update it. But these are the bonus points. I wanted to review it for our listeners. Again, if you want to join, reach out to one of us. We'll get you a link to the form so you can fill it out. Get on our Discord. Please, if you're watching us on Instagram, send me or Mike or, or Dennis a, uh, a message and we'll get you involved. So the bonus points. First strike, 
basically anybody, the first person to die from a list after 2-1 will receive a five-point bonus. We have final exit, which is like the first strike, but the last person to die during this calendar year. So before the 31st of December, but the last one. Cadaver uh, Dog. The participant is the only participant to have sniffed out the particular hit. A 10-point bonus will be awarded, right? So you picked one person. Is that like huh? a dog that goes scuba diving? What is it? Cadaver. Cada cadaver? Cadaver. Right. Put that on the list. <laughs> Blue Moon. Uh, let's see. Two selections that expire within the same month. I like how they use the word expire. 10-point bonus. Hat trick. That, that, of a, medical, that a medical term? It could be. Hat trick. Uh, three selections that expire within the same calendar month. 15-point oh. bonus. Yeah, that's going to be tough to get. Yeah. But you get, that's basically 25 points, right? So you get 10 points for the two and then 15 for three. It's huge. Party Poopa. Uh, celebrity craps out on their birthday. Get a 25-point bonus. Worst show ever. Uh, if a selection takes their final bow in front of a live audience, it's worth 25 bonus points. Uh, oh, that's a good one. They may not die right there on the spot, but they get rushed to the hospital, resurrected, drift off to the light some days later. Their death may be directly related to the event. You get the credit. Basically, we will decide on the GARCast if that right. qualifies. Yeah, there may have to be some rulings made. You know. Yeah, we'll be we, we part of this. Not dead yet. Again, this is where we will decide on the GARCast, but if the selection is rushed to the hospital for emergency treatment but does not pass before the end of the year, five-point bonus. Gar and Garfather will have the final say on what emergency treatment entails. So those are the points. Um, we are also offering up a wager. I think, what would you say? We're going to do $20, $20 each? Yep, if you want to enter. You can still be part of it and not be part of the money part. Yep, there's just a section on the form where you can select, I want to be in for the pool. And I guess what we'll do, depending on how many people do it, either first place gets all or we'll do first and second. Yep, and uh, we just got a message in the Discord from BMO that um, he said, uh, where are they? Oops, he's, oh, he did he write in the right place? I just read it, sorry, oh, here it is. He said, some people furiously working on their lists at the hospital today. Whoa. Excellent. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Excellent. Now, I would expect that a hospital, a doctor would have an advantage here. They should be able to see people, read a little bit about what's going on in their lives, and know when they're going to die. It's interesting oh, to see people starting to do research for this, like Den Bob. Yeah. So, so, so the, the doctors, I think, will have a distinct advantage. They'll notice a crook. Yep. Uh, yeah. a, a twinge, a color of their skin, teeth. They have all these signs. They're gonna, they, they definitely have a, an advantage. Yep. Absolutely. All yeah. we're really going off of is, uh, I don't know, age. you know, nothing. Age and fatness. <laughs> and again, well. if they die before February 1st and they're on your list, you got to go change that person out. Well, I, I threw their affinity of drug use. I, I think some drugs are more dangerous than others. Yeah, lifestyle. Yeah. Yep. Lifestyle is important. Um, so that's great. So get, get your picks in there. Thank you for running through the rules there. Well, some of our listeners may have passed, some of our listeners may have passed away while you were reading that. You never know. Ooh. Um, and, and, um, yeah, don't forget about your cadaver dogs. Yep. Get the cadavers.
you could average in there. So we do have a lot of emails. Let's just get to those. So we make sure we get those in and we're not rushed and we can finish up the show if that's all right with you guys. Great idea. So uh, it's okay. I'm, I'm gonna... you, you didn't ask me. Oh, he's in charge. Oh, he's in right, charge. Of course. You're just a special well, guest, my friend. Before I proceed. <laughs> I wouldn't expect you guys to ask me my permission um, <laughs> to show. So we have, yeah, we got four emails and I'm excited about the people that sent them. This is, this is fun. So before I even read this email, I see my, um, I was trying to draw Heydu out last week. If you noticed, I took a shot at her. Sometimes I like to do that to listeners we haven't heard from. Just pick a spot, give them a shot, see if they respond. And sure enough, uh, this email came flying in. Uh, looks like it came in on Saturday. So she's probably listening to the show. So, Hey, you, Heydu, let's see what we got. The subject is, the show must go on, and I love to highlight the punctuation she uses with three periods. The show must go on, dot, dot, dot. I'm a week behind in sending my listener feedback. I noticed emails have gone down, so I'm lifting that part of social media back up. Good job. Redmond is an animated and fantastic email reader. Hmm. I would love a user vote of him versus Denbob. I think Bosco did create a poll. We did have uh, one, and I lost and graciously bowed out. Let the man read a week of emails. He's still supporting you. Look at her. Oh, <laughs> I love you, 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 Number two. I totally asked the candidate I was interviewing when I was a manager back 12 years ago. If they were a vegetable, what would they be? Oh, I would, <laughs> I would probably throw up on somebody if they asked me that. What would you say? You got to be ready for this. This could happen. I might say, are you kidding? Okay, maybe that maybe that's the response they wanted. Yeah, I, 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 honesty has to come out. That is an absolutely ridiculous question. Yeah, like if you if I threw that out there and you and you the candidate fully were prepared for that question and had like this extravagant answer about being a piece of celery, I'd be like, I'm not hiring this guy. This guy would annoy the hell out of me. I'd probably Get laugh and say, Are "You serious?" <laughs> uh, so here we go. Mostly to fuck with them, but I was curious to see their thought process. Sounds very Bosco. Bosco. Speaking of Window that, my son. School. Yeah. My, speaking of that, my son goes to school that identifies as a cat. My oh, to to my son goes to school that identifies. She means somebody's in his school. They yeah. wear a tail and ear and only communicate through hissing. I'll Stop. pause here while you converse about this. Stop. She's not saying her son goes to school as a cat, right? How? Who, no, no, who no. Who lets somebody do that? So, so they're called furries. It what? is a thing. Yes, it's called a furry. If you have a furry in the class or in the school. And I think it's a parent. I think the kid comes down from the, you know, his bedroom one day and says, look, I'm a cat. And the parent doesn't have the courage to say, get the fuck back upstairs and take off the costume. You got to go to school. So Great. the parent doesn't have that courage. They continue on to school and, and they feed upon his, you know, he's getting attention. So that's my that's that's my psychoanalysis. Any any idiot can be a parent. Any moron can be a parent and allow their child to do this. How how does the school allow that? I would fail the student. If you can't speak in my class, you fail. If they get good grades, well, they certainly can't get class participation points. Do they write, or do they not have the right fingers for that? Because that's an easy way to fail somebody. Cats are pretty smart, though. Not this cat. Like my buddy taught his cats. I was always amazed at this guy I used to work with cat that knew how to use the toilet. Awesome. Was he? Wasn't that in uh, Fockers? 
Maybe. The cat knew how to flush? Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so, a little confusing here. I'm not sure if she did this on purpose or she doesn't know what she's doing here, but she has... So she's listed these out by number, and there's another number two. So she listed seven items, but it's one, two, two, three, four, five, six. I don't know if she's playing psychological games with me here, or if she considered them both Five, as the second two. points. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, here's in second number two. There are no White Castle in Mass, and even though I'm allergic to meat, I don't think that's meat. <laughs> I would risk it for one of those delicious onion patties. But like Pringles, you can't just eat one. Funny enough, I just ate an entire container of Pringles on the guardcast. That's you a missed good, crunch. That was amazing. How did you eat it? We heard no crunch. Eh. That was a risk. I, I sucked on them. I, I don't know. I was crunching. I, I ate an orange, and it was quiet as can be. By the way, the <laughs> sumu oranges are back. You're the only person I know that eats those. Oh, they're the best. So weird. If you ever go to a food store, is that why sumu is called sumu? Maybe. They're gigantic with this gigantic nipple on top. And you would look at them and say they're ugly because they're shrivelly and wrinkly and stuff like that. But they are the most flavor-filled oranges you can get in the world. And they have an hey All right. Three. I got a little nervous on sharing, knowing we have a listener in Florida. Relative or not, you're reaching outside of New England. Congrats. Yeah, we're down there. Florida, we're conquering it. And my dad's there, too. Four, the Den Bob Kelly commentary moment would be something I would relish in every week. Can you imagine the banter? Three question marks. I would never replace Rebecca, though not sure still her relation to Den Bob. Train lady? Yes. She's a train associate. Birthday. By the way, when? it was her birthday. Yesterday was her birthday. Oh. Happy birthday, Rebecca. Happy yep. birthday, Rebecca. Yeah. Should have thrown that on the Discord. I would have given it to her. Now, now I'm late. Happy birthday, Rebecca. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Five, the 10-year... Ten-year-old that was struck by the baseball to the heart was one of my best friends from high school's son. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Robbo wow. knows this person. He did a special TV segment on the most recent occurrence and was honored by the American Heart Association for his massive contributions to research. Very cool. Six, King Sean, in my opinion, one of the best segments in 2022, should bring in his own FBI queens to do a review on the murder mysteries. That's a good idea. That's a nice <clears throat> idea. I wonder what they investigate. We haven't really dove into their careers. Interesting. And this one does not have a number with it. It's just a sentence. There was another story last week that was involved, and I enjoyed it, but forget what it was about. <laughs> <laughs> I take my show notes while driving into Boston to work, so they are hit or miss. Hey, you. Hey, do. Excellent email. Thank you, hey, Kelly. you. Thank you. Great to have you back in the inbox. Next email. Andrew Bosco. Never thought I would see this name in the gar in box. How did he get the email? Did you give it? Did you give him the email address or did he, he figure it out? He must have gone. He figured it out. He's he probably used the show notes. He's such a sleuth. Probably asked Benny. Oh, no, wait. That's Matt's friend. The subject is correction to episode 187. Hmm. Very formal. He starts off with very polite. I should say not formal. Hello. I am writing to request an amend to an error in episode 187 that is integral to the plot of the infamous story of the pickleball story told by Denbob. So before I read further, I'm not even looking. I feel like he couldn't stand a lie you told or an embellishment, perhaps. <laughs> and he needs to set the record straight. It was such an embellishment that he couldn't let it stand. 
<laughs> Please let it be known that the 78-year-old man that showed up to Marjorie Post Park did not go by Rudy. His name was Richie. We hope that Richie has had a quick and speedy recovery from his torn knee. Sincerely, Andrew Bosco. Two questions. Why did you choose Rudy as his name? I, I couldn't remember the name. I knew it started okay. with an R, and I just spit it out. And second, <laughs> why did why did Andrew care to correct that? Why is it so important to him? Uh, he wanted to be heard. He is an attention to detail guy. Nothing, nothing about my racist dad. <laughs> and, Andrew, if you could go back and listen to all the 186 other episodes and email us all the corrections that are needed, various stories <laughs> that your father has told, we would appreciate it. We'll keep a running log. We'll have Kelly put it in some sort of uh, some sort of cloud space. Wow. Excellent first email, Andrew. Thank you. Uh, the latest <laughs> of which in. This was sent uh, this morning. Who is this from? Mike O'Donoghue. Subject is A-Files. Okay. Hmm. Good morning, Gaballeros. As a federal agent, we still use paper-based files called A-Files, which stands for, this is exciting, Alien Files. Ooh. Nice. I staple and two hole punch papers every day. Oh, I was joking hole. about the hole puncher. Wow. So pe- the government, go figure. The government still is buying hole punchers. They're keeping a, and like probably some company in business that belongs to some rich, you know, yes. senator's family. And they're not going to do standard three holes. They're going to do two hole. Right. Good point. What is that? Like a memo pad binder? What is that? I don't yeah, know if yeah, they do it top or side. Hole punch at the top. You yeah. Stick the, uh, the, the oh, binder. yeah, those things, those metal things you bent. He's using those things. Jesus. Yeah. So that wow. company's still in business. He did that for Holy a long time. Wow. Wow. I couldn't imagine a day without doing it. I've even brought a hole puncher home so I can still be productive on my telework Fridays by putting holes in paper. <laughs> <laughs> now, when the government, Mike, um, will follow, like, do they train you on that? Is there like a best practice when you become an agent? Here's how we staple. Here's how we punch. <laughs> Right? They go in here. Practice, go to a training, get yeah. reviews. Like you got to go to a facility in Georgia for two months to learn how to staple and punch holes. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't bring the A files home. So I make work folders. Then we'll transfer everything over to A files. Thought he was going to segue into classified documents in your freaking Corvette or your garage, Mike. You <laughs> well, wouldn't if do he's that. Punching you know on his telework days, he must have them at home. So he's already in violation. He said in the beginning that he's, he punches when he's at home on his telework days. Well, how do you punch it if it's not allowed in your home? Or you're prepping agree. blank paper. Maybe he's prepping blank paper with hole punches. If it's not so blank bring paper. Them to work. Right. If it's not blank paper, we have an issue. I'm sure not everything is confidential. I hope we didn't mention his name on the show because, I mean, he could be under an investigation. Biden's guy's wrapping up with him. He's going to go after Mike. Sean's, Sean's girls are going to come after him. We They'll may have to delete. The house. Yeah, we may have to delete this. Well, I'll call him after, see if he wants us to air. You carve this out. I think there's a, a breach. He, oh, he can, he can edit. I can. We're going to go time. back to episode 186 and, and dub over your voice and say, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, 
but I can't bring the A files home, so I make work folders, then we'll transfer everything over to the A file. So he if he's calling it a work folder at home, maybe until it's in the alien file, it's okay. It's very efficient. Screw this paperless world. Bosco, I take my coffee black, no sugar, analyze, as do I. Sorry to cut this short, gotta go arrest a guy. See ya, LLMO. I hope he got him. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I hope he didn't get hurt. It's so scary. Let us know if you're okay. That was this morning, right? So he's out yeah, right we now. Know. We don't know. Maybe he's I'll text him. He's arresting right now. I wonder if he's got the guy like bent over the hood of a car, cuffing him. Let's see. I'm so I'm sad the it. van of justice is gone. Yeah. Did he bring that home too sometimes or no? Um, yeah, it was home every night, parked it in front was? of the house. Wow, that's awesome. Now he's got a Hyundai uh, Sonata parked in front of the house. Are you playing Uno? Ben no, Bob? I'm texting him. No, I see Dan Bob. It looked like he was holding up Uno cards. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I gotta pass the time when I'm at work. <laughs> um, all right, last email. Uh-oh. Jeez, do we have enough time? Uh, it's from you know who. It's from Gore. Oh, my God. Yeah. He hasn't sent us an email since December 15th. Wow. All right. It's the Everlasting Gobstopper. What's up, fellas? It's Gorlito. And this will take a while. Nor rain, nor sleet, nor a house falling down around me will keep me from breaking this unending gobstopper of an email chain. Oh. He always knows what I'm going to say. He's amazing. What's up, fellas? I'm hoping to get this right before the wire, and this may be shorter than usual, but probably not, due to me having to leave my Airbnb where I'm at in less than 15 minutes. So rest easy, Mike. Your lungs may prevail. So, of course, as mentioned on the GARCast, my house is in a bit of a ruined state. Initial damage estimates are in the 150K range. Craziness! Oh. I just wanted to reach out quickly and say many, many thanks for the kind sentiments. Should we have started a GoFundMe for him? Nah. Thoughts and prayers and offers to help in any way from both the GARCast and the Discord. The outpouring of support has been heartfelt. Equally supportive and a nice respite from this madness has been the recent slew of excellent GARCast episodes. Ladies of the Night was amazing. Some phenomenal listener feedback to spur on the usual awesome banter from you guys. I loved it. Since this has to be short, I will only leave some tips I've found from dealing with insurance companies. Oh, this could be good. And the like in situations like this. Though I'm still suspiciously waiting for this to change, I have to say our insurance company has been great in dealing with this. Offering to pay for stuff we don't even mention. And offering services to make sure we're taken care of. It's been weird but amazing. So far, of course. Now remember, everything comes at a cost, Guar. Whether they get you now, they'll get you later. Nothing's for free, pal. Be careful. Here's some tips I've learned from this whole ordeal, and he bulleted them. Know where your water shutoff valve is, and turn it off if you leave for a vacation. If some pipe bursts or some toilet mishap happens, it will only happen with the water in the lines, and then stop. Minimize the damage. But it depends what kind of heating system you have. You can't do that, right? Well, the heating if you system have a hot... would be a closed system, so... You, but if it needs water, okay. oh, because but you're filling it yourself, right? It's a closed right, right. system. You know, it may right. need a refill, and you might miss out on that. Hmm. Right. Just yeah, don't don't all go shutting off your water valves next time you go away for a weekend. I don't know if you can do that. And I mean, and you could drain the system too. You know, you empty the sink yeah. in the lowest piece. You can drain it, but I don't. Yeah. I don't know that that's a, an ideal situation. Yeah. How about properly insulating your home <laughs> and uh, you know, not having the pipes freeze? Just a thought. Uh. 
It's good to get the lowest price and shop around for homeowner's insurance, but it's better to use what you found to try and get a lower rate, and it's not too much difference. Stay with your carrier. We've been with ours for five years we lived here, and I think that made a difference in ensuring good service as they thought of us as a long-term client. Mm. Maybe. You're drinking, you're drinking this insurance company's Kool-Aid, I'll tell you that. Shop around and make them try and match it instead of changing carriers. Also avoid the carries. Carriers and the next point. What I hear from the contractors that deal with them, the more you see an insurance company on TV, the less they seem to be good with your claims. Yes. I have Liberty Mutual and they have a bunch of commercials, so there's got to be other factors too, since they've been great so far. But I've heard many bad things about Allstate. I have Allstate and State Farm. Yep. Them being stingy with claims and trying to fight you on each and every little thing. Make sure you have replacement value on the possession part of your insurance. If you lose a couch that you bought for $1,000 10 years ago, you will get $1,000 for it and not the depreciated value. This will usually only cost like $100 per year and is worth it when stuff like this happens. All right, that's a good tip. I got to check my policy. Make sure your home is covered similarly in case prices for wood, steel, whatever go up. If you have a sewer backup portion of your homeowner's insurance, you should, just in case. Make sure it covers like $30,000 and not just five to ten to properly fix those. It could take a rented backhoe getting into your front yard and fixing it back up. So costs will easily raise there, and the extra coverage is usually tens of dollars per year. That's it for now, Garfellas. I see I've actually threw out a long email once again, so I guess I'm back. <laughs> Rock on and guar out. Thank you, guar. So I- These are good tips, but I would uh, consult with, um, you know, maybe uh, somebody who builds houses and a also... Um, maybe a plumber. Plumber. I, I have a friend, and, uh, the one that yeah. Nick worked for. Uh, my buddy Randy, who yep. does the yep. you know yep. goes does the fire cleanups and stuff like that, he's always telling me insurance companies. If you like, if you get the right one, they are a life send. And he goes when it when the shit really ha- hits, you know your big ones and exactly what Guar was saying. The all states and those guys, they just they don't care. Like it, they're gigantic and they got. Well, who coverage. the hell are you supposed to get? Like you know Joe's Insurance, like. He actually gave me a name of a company that's out east. He said is fantastic. Um, Interesting. I'll I'll get their name for you, but he's like, you know, he's a, I, he's I see so many people. You know, they thought they did. You know, they had I don't know national or whatever, and they're like, you know, we saw the ads and stuff like that, and they're big. We thought it was good, and he's like, they end up being horrible, and people get mm-hmm. stuck nodding their homes and all that kind of crap. So he he does say it's very important to do your research. And, and understand it. I could definitely get the name of that company that he recommended out east. Hopefully, right. they can handle the influx of work if you mention it on the show. And it's funny when you give him the name of your insurance company, you kind of see by his face. Like I have Utica, and he looked at me. He goes, "Ugh." It's like, "Oh, that's not good, <laughs> huh?" <laughs> Utica. What the hell is that? There, hey, I, I got him through a broker. And they certainly don't have commercials on TV, so they you don't. should be okay. They don't. Mm. They don't. No. <laughs> I think when I originally got it, it was through a local broker, and they put me on tower insurance. And then that, that local broker has since changed to Allstate, so I've kind of, they like took my policy and gave it Allstate, whatever. Right. I don't know. I got the cars on there, too. One-stop shop. Yeah, me too. Anyway, that's the end of the emails. That was good stuff. Good to be back in the email game. And Andrew, keep them coming, pal. Welcome aboard the crazy train. Get him on Discord. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. get him on the Bosco one. <laughs> Lukey Luke is there. So is Dylan. Can Andrew uh, join the Discord? Where did, can you find out about that? Go I'll right onto the show notes. Just the same place you probably found the email address. Come right. on, Andrew. We're waiting for you. 
So Bosco, you upset Cobra Kai announced one more season? Or is yeah, it time for them? It's about time. I, I think it's right. You know, they want to leave on a high note. Can't yep. go on forever. Right. Tie up some loose ends. But I, I, I do uh, want to talk about um, our affair tomorrow night. Yes. Um, it's black and white, right? Yeah. Hey, what, am I, what do I have to wear? Right. So let's. what are you going to wear? I don't know. So I thought I had a black suit that I hadn't worn in a while, and it was going to scare me whether or not I fit in it. I'm kind of in a similar boat. I wore it to a funeral a few months ago. It's somewhere upstairs. Okay, so I now know that I was so far out of fitting in it that I had disposed of it um, some time ago. So I'm left with a very dark gray suit that does fit. You think that's good enough? I'm bending the line a little bit, towing the line. If I show with a, a dark, stay, dark gray. I, I would stay in the shadows. <laughs> don't, don't stand in a bright light. You'll yeah. be I don't fine. know. Or do, I, or do I just dress formally and just ignore the black part and do like navy blue blazer with gray, you know, gray pants? No. Go with the gray. Go with the gray. Dark gray. What about a tie? White shirt? No, we're going no ties, right? It's black and no white. Ties. So, yeah, well, you got to so go I'm white shirt. Do gray and white. I'm going to do very dark gray and white. So is that what we're doing? I'm going to have to hit BMO up later. But I'm going to hide behind sure. BMO. If I look bad, I'm just going to hide behind you guys, and I'll just reach out to grab the sushi tray as it goes by. Yep. Yep. All right. I, I got to find that. Nancy's going to have some work to do. That thing's like rolled up in a ball, I think. Jesus. <laughs> it's probably in the uh, suitcase at the end of your bed. It could be. It's definitely a possibility. Yikes. <laughs> Um, yeah, that'll be that'll be fun. I'm looking forward to eating and drinking and having merriment. Well, now, how are you going to get there? What's the mode of transportation? Four thirty-two railroad train from New Hyde Park to Huntington gets oh, me and in. Then a quick a little bit at five, and then it looks like it's like a nine-minute Uber ride. Yeah, perfect, perfect. You? So that should work. And uh, Mike lie? says he's coming. Mike's coming with me. So how about you, Denbo? How thought, are you getting uh, there? I thought Mike backed out. No, Rob's not coming. Oh, Rob's not coming. I uh, I am going to Uber with uh, Morelli. Oh, good. Oh, I mentioned the name. Oh, Bimo. Wow. You got to edit that out, Gar. Yeah, I'm on. No it. problem. We'll I'm just on. call him Rudy. <laughs> you and Rudy. Carpool with Rudy. <laughs> uh, uh, anywho. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And I think Rebecca is going to have her son drive her. He's going to be the chauffeur. You're going to wait outside in the car. Maybe. Maybe he'll sit outside. That's cool. But can he grab me at the train? That'd be great. Maybe we should arrange. <laughs> he can shuttle around. Save me a couple bucks. Well, I just went green again. You didn't stay green, so you're good. Yep. All right. You guys are good? Yeah. All right. Enjoy the championship football this weekend. It's always usually the better games of, of the uh, playoffs. Yeah, last year they were outstanding, so we'll see. Keep our fingers crossed. And um, I really, I just, the thought of Philadelphia going just disgusts me. And they have, a, they had a really good showing this week against the Giants. So I'm a little worried, but. Yeah, it's looking like Bengals-Eagles in the Super Bowl. Yeah, Bengals looked good too. So. All right. We don't well, want the Chiefs to go. The Chiefs are racist. Yeah, Eftiv's racist Chiefs. They're across the cancel. line for me. Yeah, cancel the Chiefs. Cancel them. That's I wonder right. if the Islanders are getting canceled because they've been wearing that fisherman jersey. Oh, they just suck, dude. Oh, uh, well, you know what? We shouldn't be surprised because let's go back to the summer. Right. When we said, what did they do? Did they think that their training program was going to make the players better? New coach. Or did we expect this? 
Right. You're, it's, you're, the coach it's, is going to make them work better together. This is what I expected. Play. Just more mediocrity yeah. because we didn't do anything to improve. I think I really think they need to get Lou out and start the rebuild. It's time. This team's not going to go win a Stanley Cup. They're not no. probably they're not going to make the playoffs, but they're not bad enough to get good draft picks. So it's a really tough spot. They they yeah, have to get the right GM in there now, which is not Lou for a rebuild. Uh, it sucks it, with a brand new arena and dealing with three more years of of kind of rebuild. But it's, it's where we're at. Or or spend a few dollars, maybe get it. You know they're not yeah. they're not one player away though. No, no, they're three. Yeah, they're three players away. So sad. All right. Well, and hope you all enjoyed the Garcast this week. Until next time, be garific. Have a great day. You do that. Don't step on anybody's feet. See you guys later. Peace out. To find that you planned it all along I see it now It comes so clear Your insincerity Me, your starry eye You think that I
Yeah.